One times two is two. Two times two is four. And that is a lot of maths to get to episode 124 of the Parkrun Adventurous podcast. My name is Mel. I am co-host of this wonderful feature. I'm joined by Scotty Trickett. Scotty. Hey, hey, hey. Are you hosting me today? Yeah, I'm here. I'm wacky. I'm zany. Wacky and zany. That might be a little bit too much. Mm. Could you tone it down a touch, do you think? Should I go back to my straight and boring role that I usually play? <laughs> <laughs> you knew I was going to bring I, it up, Mel. Maybe you didn't know I was going to bring it up so soon, but I couldn't let that one. People don't realise how deeply their words cut, do they, Scott? No, they don't. They don't. Throwaway comments hurt people. They hurt and they fester. I fester. No, <laughs> <laughs> they fester. All right, everybody, you need to... Um, Hashtag Scotty, we love you on on all your posts this week. Please tell him that you don't think he's straight and boring because I'm sure that that's not the case for 99.9% of our listeners. Yeah. So I'm not going to do the uh, zany and wacky role because it's it's not me. Sorry. if That that was it. (laughs) That was it? That's the extent of your your zany and wacky? Yeah. Yeah. Look, I – yeah. Anyway – how are, you, how are you coping, Mel? This is podcast, Parkrun podcast number two for the week oh, look, for you. I'm pretty sure we'll get about five minutes in and I'll run out of content, Scotty. There's only so many stories I can fabricate, <laughs> especially when you don't go to Parkrun on the weekend. Yeah. So, so let's talk um, about that. Let's talk about that. And so you didn't go to Parkrun last weekend. I'm not going to go to Parkrun this weekend. And it has completely messed up our lives. So I had this thought. I was having an afternoon shower don't judge me and why why would people be judging you for that well, i think people well i think uh, not everybody showers in the morning you know i actually shower at night time so i'm clean to get into my bed and i don't get dirty overnight by lying in my bed so i don't see the need to shower in the mornings are you going to judge me for not showering in the morning no no plenty of people don't that's fine but i think it's either morning or night well, some people shower both yeah, I had a 3 p.m. shower. Did that mess you up? Maybe that's what's messing you up. No. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not usual for you. Let's not go there. But what it did, what I had this thought is that I, my week is off and it's, I know I'm not going to park run on the weekend. I know in advance that I'm not going to get there. And it just, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit off and I think it's, it plays a lot that it has a big impact on my life. We are creatures of habit. And we like our routines. It's creatures of habit. So sometimes you don't get your run in, but you still get to volunteer and you still get to go and experience the park run. But what you've been going through a bit more than you'd like the last couple of months is missing out completely. For me, it's it's just one weekend a year. (laughs) Well, actually, I had it a couple of weeks ago too. And um, yeah, I don't like it, Mel. Yeah. Something's off kilter. Like I think the last time we spoke about this, we were talking about balance and saying, oh, you know what? It's okay. You've got to have some balance in your life. Well, I think the scales are tipping in the opposite direction now. The balance is out of whack and there is no balance. No, it's bullshit. This balance bullshit. No. <laughs> Saturday, I was so cranky, really, really cranky. And it just um, – it, it took a lot to, to – move past 
And I hate the term snap out of it because, you know, somebody tells you to snap out of something and that actually makes me angrier and I'm not going to snap out of it because that's not how things work. But it did take take some concerted effort to, to turn the tables around. I will admit, though, I still feel, yes, like trying to figure out what day of the week it is and things like that. It just, it's not quite right. I did miss my park run on the weekend, Scotty. And you know in advance it's going to happen. I don't know if that's worse or better because you can prepare yourself. Yeah. Well, no, because I'm thinking about it all week that I'm going to miss it. And it's, you know what it is, Mel? It's the social connections. I know I'm going to be spending Saturday morning with my beautiful wife and that's going to be fantastic. But I want the social connections that I get at park run. I couldn't care less about the run. I just want to hang out with my friends and I'm going to miss that. Maybe what we need to do this week to bring back the joy into our lives is have another sing-along at the end of this podcast. Mm, mm. Because it didn't go unnoticed. That, that we missed one last yep. time. Yep. Mm, yeah, I, I was enjoying them, I have to say. Well, it wasn't Definitely a thing. Like we, we didn't I know. It. We did it two times in a row. That kind of makes it a little bit of a thing. Okay, I'm all for it. We'll bring it back. We've already had a recommendation. Yeah, it's a beauty. Again, it's Kush, one of Kush's favourites. Comes on the radio every <laughs> single along. So I don't know about Ivana, but tough luck, sweetheart. <laughs> on my recent visit to the UK, I met two lovely people who absolutely love Parkrun. And they met through Parkrun. So welcome to the Parkrun Adventurers, Vicky Cooper and Stuart Henderson. Hello. Hi, guys. Now, tell us your role. Before we get on to your story and why the real reason you're on the podcast this week, um, tell us what role you guys do in the UK. We're both Parkrun Event Support Ambassadors, and I'm also an Adjudication Ambassador. Okay. So the Adjudication Ambassador, this is what I want to get on to. So I I picture you guys as being the spies of Parkrun. You go around and check out all the events, and they don't know who you are. Is this, is this what an adjudicator does? Scotty, let me just clarify. There's only one spy in this household. <laughs> <laughs> now, with the adjudication ambassador, we let the events know well in advance when we're coming. Um, I actually send them out what we're checking as well. And so they're fully aware. We ask them not to do anything different that they wouldn't normally do. And it's all looking at things such as I'll check their risk assessment before I go out and make sure if they say they're going to warn about the large river with crocodiles, um, they do warn about that when they get there. <laughs> not that there's many of those in the UK. Um, we also sort of encourage best practice and um, sort of pass it on between all the events that we go around and see. Do you have a particular like set of events that you support in that role or do you just spread yourself across the whole country? How many yeah. adjudicators are there? So no, for the adjudication ambassador, we look we adjudicate uh, events that we don't support. So um, we're not sort of biased that way. I've um, adjudicated events as far south as Jersey in the Channel Islands and as far north as Ganavan Sands up in Scotland on the west coast. Um, there's, I think there's about 15 of, um, adjudication ambassadors in the UK. So this is linked to insurance, am I correct? So you, you're protecting a park run through the, the insurance deal they've got with Athletics UK? 
Um, it's it's changing slightly now, and it's more we're just making sure that the events are actually um, running as they say the parks run on the um, on the website how they say they'll do. So whatever they're saying in the risk assessment and making sure it's as safe as possible. So it's more about on the park run now that we'll report back to rather than solely for insurance purposes. And when you do that, when you pop along to those events in an adjudicator role, do you get to run or can you volunteer or you're not allowed to do those things as well at the same time? Yeah, no, that's a great thing about it. Um, I get to run around the courses as well. I'm a bit of a tourist, so it's an ideal role to go around and you don't get a better feel for the course rather than go around. Um, I'll also help with pre-event setup, uh, post-close down if they need it as well. So you hinted there you're a bit of a tourist. Both of you are a bit of a tourist and you headed over to Australia this year, early this year, and something happened. No, it was December last year. Okay, December last year. And um, you had a good trip, I imagine, but also it was good for a few reasons. Can you tell us what happened? Um, so I'll just give you a little bit of background. I used to live in Australia, and like you do when you go anywhere, you make some terrific friends, and you find you can't live without them. So you have to go and visit them every now and again. Um, I quit my job um, last year in November, at the end of November, um, I took off for a week to Sydney, met up with my friends there, did a park run. I flew up to Brisbane to be with my family. Stuart came out the following day and we started doing some freedom park runs. And then on the 16th of December, yep. we decided we were going to visit Redcliffe Park Run and we shipped up, parked the car went merrily down to the park run, introduced ourselves to the core team that we always do because we're like chit-chatting to the volunteers and, you know, finding out what they like to do. And um, Stuart says, oh, you know, let's get a photo. That's something we always do with the park run flag in the background. And I'll let Stuart take it from there. Yeah, so I um, asked the volunteer photographer on the day, oh, can you just take a photo of us? I hadn't let on what, but I took an engagement ring all the way over from the UK. Um, so I planned, we met through Park Run, um, our first date was at a Park Run Freedom Run, so I planned somewhere special to propose and I'd already sort of picked, we'd go to Redcliffe and propose at the Park Run. So just before the core team were there, before most of the runners got there, I got down on one knee and proposed to Vicky. I'll let her say what her response was from then. <laughs> I was quite... Um... Well, I wasn't expecting it at all, so I was very, very, very surprised. And I, I looked at him and I thought, what's he doing down there? I, cu I couldn't figure out. And then it dawned on me and I was like, oh, really wasn't expecting that. Um, and what else can you say? But yes, obviously. So I did. <laughs> was that so? It was a D-F-Y-E-R. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's very cool. Stuart, did you, were you nervous at all? I mean, and did you know that you wanted to do it before the event, just in case, you know, she'd say no to a sweaty mess afterwards? Um, what was the I reasoning? Knew, yeah, I knew I was going to do it at the event, um, but because I was very nervous, I thought before more and more people arrived and I did it in front of everybody, um, as soon as we got there, I talked to the core team. When numbers were just building up, I thought, oh, I'll do it then. Um, before the nerves got the better of me, which I did. 
to be fair, he did have a speech already, but it failed him and it came out a little bit garbled, bless him. <laughs> <laughs> did you have, so was the photographer's photo good? Did, did they get a good shot? Oh, he got amazing. an amazing photograph. Um, we've never seen the photographer since, so we'd love to thank him for that photo. And it went on the global newsletter as well. It's such a good photo. It literally went viral, and unfortunately, half of Australia knew about it before my family in the UK. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> uh, these things happen. My Parkrun family, that's fine. So I want to know, so you met at Parkrun and so you caught it at Parkrun. Give us some, some tips for people that are looking for love and maybe Parkrun's the place to find it. I don't know what you've got in Australia and I don't know how popular online dating is, but in this country it's quite popular and on Facebook there is actually a, a dating site called Parkrun and Single. It's a Facebook page and you just request to join and obviously you have to be single. And if you do meet up with anybody, then you have to come off the Facebook group. You have to come out of it. And when I saw Stuart on there, I was like, oh, I didn't realise he was single. Because I already knew him because I'd met him at the Ambassadors Conference, I think, twice. And I didn't realise he was on there. So um, I started stalking him a bit. Oh, I mean, you know, checking him out, you know, looking at his Facebook page. And initially, he had a photo, and he had this hot blonde chick in his photo. And I thought, it's a bit inappropriate if he's looking for a bird. Why is he photographed with somebody? And I looked into it a little bit more, and I could see there was um, a couple of young children in the photo as well. And then I looked even further, and I thought, oh, she looks a bit young. So my first opening line to Stuart was, do you really have two grandchildren? And his response was... Yes. <laughs> so that hot blonde chick was his daughter. It wasn't, it wasn't, you know, some eerie ex from somewhere. But it was his daughter and his grandchildren, which I thought was a lovely photo to have as your profile, you know. And um, so we just took it from there. It was great. I didn't know that, um, that, that it's not a website, that Facebook page existed. That's pretty, pretty awesome. I don't think we've got an equivalent in Australia. I'm, my brother and sister-in-law met online through an online dating and... Um, they're expecting their first baby now and been married for just uh, under a year. Also very cute. It's it's the way of the future, I think. And um, well, But parkrun also being a place to play, what, what made you decide, well, obviously you both knew you were parkrunners, how do you choose which parkrun to meet somebody at for the first time on a first date? So Stuart loves his touring. At the time I was a support ambassador for Hampstead Heath, London is a great place to come and do quite a few in one day. So we decided that um, he was going to come along. Um, we'd meet at Parkrun at Hampstead Heath. I was volunteering because I'd either just finished doing Valencia Marathon or I was tapering for it. And um, he came along. We did. I volunteered and he ran. I can't remember if you were first finisher, but you were certainly top five. And then we went round London and um, did a few more. And while he was um, running around doing his freedom runs, I was sat reading a magazine. And then we'd travel to the next one and we were chatting in between and getting to know each other on the trains and the underground. It was quite relaxed because he'd run for a bit, so you get a breather. And then you come together when you travel <laughs> to your next park run. It was great. It was a great first day. <laughs> 
So you just watched him run around, Vicky? Well, I waved to him. If, if it was a two or three lapper, every time he passed me, I'd look up from my book, give him a little bit of a wave, and then go back to my book. There was one course we did, and she said, you can't go lost, just keep going round, and I got lost. <laughs> it was five laps. It was Highbury Field. It's five 1K laps. You honestly cannot get lost, and he did. So you <laughs> Stuart, I'm guessing you're obviously an impressive runner. Obviously enough to impress Vicky, but you obviously love your running as well. Yeah, I do love my running. Um, I do everything from marathons, ultras, um, to park run. But as much for park run, I love the social aspect of it. It's um, it's more than a run to me. Well, to all of us. But um, I really like the social aspect, catching up with all my friends with park run as well. And so you love a bit of freedom running. So you've obviously run a lot of courses. And to it a lot. Give us, give us some of your, give us some of your highlights of courses around the UK before we get back to your favourites in Australia. Yeah, um, the UK is so varied. Um, love them all. I, I quite like some of the ones on the coast. Um, so Penrose with sea cliffs in the southwest. Um, Keswick along the old um, railway line in the Lake District. Um, I've some fond memories of Aberdeen Beach, but um, in snow and really cold, about minus five. There's just so many um, to think of. Seven that we went to. Um, the one where I volunteered. I was Land Hydrock yeah. or Mount no. Edgecombe. No, Mount Edgecombe. Mount Edgecombe, yeah, that was another good one. Um, a lot of the National Trust ones are very picturesque. Um, even um, Millen Park Run, it was five laps and a waterlogged, boggy field, um, came in there and I was head-to-toe in mud. Really good fun. <laughs> Who doesn't love a little bit of mud? Yeah. We're, we're all about the Freedom Runs this week. Have you actually done a Freedom Run this week? Oh, no. I haven't done one this week. I did one last week. Which okay, where did you go? Oh, no, I am... Um... He's just going to consult his spreadsheet. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. You've got to keep track of these things in different ways. Do you do you log them as Freedom Runs on the website as well? I do, yes. So I've got 200 and... Oh, I've got about just under 200 Freedom Runs logged. Um, so I've done 190 different uh, Freedom Runs, different areas. Mel, just let me interject here. We're looking at the computer, and I'm just going to read to you what he has noted <laughs> on the computer. And these are parkrun stats as of the 6th of October. Total parkruns, including Freedom Runs, 403. Total parkruns, excluding Freedom Runs, 207. Different parkruns, including Freedom Runs, 290. Different parklands excluding Freedom Runs, 112. Still to do, estimated 231. Volunteered 135 separate days. Is run directed 39 times. Is volunteered at 19 different events, including adjudication visits, and is adjudicated 15 times. Now, this is a man that likes his parkland stats. So. I couldn't tell you how many times I've done a freedom run or volunteered <laughs> or how, I don't even know how many parkruns I'm on. I just love doing it. <laughs> Stuart, do you have like a little um, a system like for logging all that stuff? Or do you have a day of the week where you do it? Yeah. It's normally the Saturday after a park run. I'll, when I get that um, email with my result, I'll log it straight away there. Um, because we're looking after a lot of events as well, um, 
my reason, I thought I'd like to do as many park runs as I can, but I'd still like to volunteer. So doing freedom runs, I can go other days of the week whenever I'm traveling around the country. And um, the last one I did was actually in Thurso, the very most northernly part of the mainland UK. And I was up in holiday. Um, so I popped up there before flying back down to England. Wow. You love your stats. You love your freedom runs. Tell us about the freedom runs you did in Australia and a couple of the park runs that you officially got to. Yeah. So the only one we officially got to was Redcliffe. Where oh, wow. Was... No, didn't no, no. You did. Oh, I did. You did one and then I came out after. Oh. Which one did you do? Oh, what's the one near Sydney? It's not St. Peter's. It's one near that really posh area. And there's a bit of a hill in it. You do it three times. Oh, Mossman. Mm. Mo- uh, yeah, it was. It was Mossman. So I did Mossman and then we did Redcliffe. But we did a few yeah, freedom so- runs. So we can go through those for you. So we did Sandgate, South Bank, Bunyaville, North Lakes, New Farm and Petri. Petri. And I was only there a week, so we got about six in. <laughs> That's pretty Nicely impressive. Done. Yeah. yeah, you've knocked off a lot of southeast Queensland and the Brizzy events, so good job. We wanted to make the most of our time there. <laughs> As you do. And do you, do you come back to Australia often or So not I've so got relatives um, in Brisbane and I've got a cousin over in Perth. So we've got scope to um, to return and do some more. We will be we're hoping to have our honeymoon in Sydney and New Zealand. So we'll probably do some more freedom runs when we're over there next year. Oh, excellent. Well, you'll have to make sure that you look up a whole bunch of parkrun adventurers while you're here. I have one more question. Um, and if you're listeners of the podcast, then you'll be familiar with this one. If money and time were no object, where would you parkrun? And, and I'm expecting, half expecting a different one from each of you. There's one that, well, I sort of do intend to do it. There's one that is done the day before Comrades. You know the um, Comrades Marathon in South Africa? Yes, we do. So there's a park run um, that most people do the day before. So that's the one I'm hoping to do in a few years' time when we attempt to do Comrades. So that's that's the one. No, you know, money, no objects, and distance, no objects. That will be my one. Excellent, Stuart. Yeah, and the one on my wish list is Chrissy Fields, San Francisco. Um, just always fancied that one. Mm, you see, I sort of want to change my mind as well. <laughs> well, there's one in Ireland, and you have to, it's called, is it Bear Island? Um, and you have to take yes. a ferry to get there. Yeah. I really, 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 really want to do that one. I think we'll do that one as well, though. We'll, we'll get that one sometime. <laughs> yeah. But we need to <laughs> I think that one's on a lot of people's lists, Bear Island. Oh. It's on my list. Yeah, and Zillimir Ozeri for our Z for the alphabet. Oh, well, there you go. That's not too far from family in Brizzy for you to do next time here. I know. If you manage to pop to Brisbane too. Well, yeah, it started about three weeks after we left. <laughs> <laughs> of course it did. Yeah. Uh, it's always the way, isn't it? I, yeah. The last time I was like properly overseas to Europe, I was in France for four weeks and this was pre-park run in France and I was a bit agitated that they didn't have them over there and I had to go without it for four weeks but wouldn't be a problem now if I went back. 
No. Well, Mel, I'll tell you what we did. So we wanted to go to Croatia on holiday this year, but of course they don't have parkrun there. So we flew to Milan, did Milan parkrun. In between, we did um, Split and Dubrovnik, and then we flew to Venice, and then we went to Treviso. I managed to squeeze in Treviso parkrun before we returned to the UK on the Sunday. That is an efficient use of time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like you guys have got it all worked out, and I, I don't know how you managed to fit it all in as well as being ambassadors. So thank you for everything that you do for parkrun and for giving back as much as you do, as well as enjoying it for what it is as runners and participants. It's awesome to see people like you guys out there and, you know, bringing your personal lives into it, getting engaged. That's very exciting. Mel, it's just a way of life. Our weekends do not start without parkrun. It's part of our life. It's going to be part of our wedding. We're very excited about it. We love it. Yeah, all the, all the guests will be told park run first and then the wedding later on in the day. Yeah, if you can't run, walk or jog it, then we'd really like to see you volunteering. And if you can't do that, you're not invited. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> so before we let you go, guys, when is the wedding? Should I be looking out for my invitation in the mail? <laughs> <laughs> July next year. Oh, well, this is, this is good timing. Can, can you time it with the um, background conference again? Well, we just need to make sure it's not on the same weekend. Otherwise, we'll just have to par have a parkrun wedding with the whole of the uh, ambassadors and everyone else that works at uh, parkrun. Yeah, we've actually said it, Jazz. Please deconflict. <laughs> <laughs> Good eye. Guys, thanks very much. It's uh, lovely chatting to you guys and seeing your faces again. And um, hopefully we'll see you next year. Okay, that's great. Thank you so much for interviewing. We've really enjoyed it. Yeah, great to talk to you. And I love the show. Thank you. Yeah, we really enjoy listening to you guys. You uh, light up our week. It's very amusing, the pair of you. Morning Parkrun Adventurers, it's Greta here and I'm just arriving at the Pakapakanthi um, launch which is um, in the city of Adelaide, so it's in the sort of city centre uh, on a park uh, that's um, known as Pakapakanthi or Vic Park or Victoria Park. So Victoria Park used to be um, where there was horse racing in the centre of Adelaide uh, and is now being converted as a sort of a multi-use space with cycling and um, running paths um, and it's also where the V8 cars um, come and um, do the do their racing when Clipsal comes to Adelaide um, and Peckapacanthi is launching today so I think we're expected to have fairly large numbers so I'm going to go check it out. Okay so it's Greta I'm here at the Peckapacanthi launch and I'm here with Brendan. How are you going Brendan? I'm, I'm, very, I'm really good Greta thank you. And this is was you actually your first park run very today? First one, very first one. Yeah. Yep. I'm glad I came out. Yeah. How did you go? Oh yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. It was a nice, nice little jog in the morning. I'm not usually up this early in the morning, so <laughs> I'm glad I got up early. It was a great event. Who knew that eight o'clock on a Saturday morning existed? I know the sun's actually up at eight o'clock. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a great. And there's a lot of people here. I'm actually amazed at the diversity of, of the people at, at the run. So yeah. and it looks like everybody's having a good time as well. Yeah. Yeah. And what made you come to Park Run today? A friend. 
dragged, I won't say dragged, a friend uh, encouraged me to come out. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and this is the first one oh, down here, so we thought we'd come to this one. Lovely, lovely. And so, um, do you think you'll be back? I'll be back, I'll be back. We'll be going to Mount Barker next time, I think, but okay. we'll definitely be back to this one. Yeah. yeah. It is a lovely course, isn't it? And nice and flat. And it's flat, yeah, yeah. you're right. <laughs> it's definitely flat, which is also... And I'll tell you a secret as well, yep. Mount Barker's also flat. Is it flat? Okay, good. <laughs> Believe it or not. Yep, yep, excellent. Now in the name, you'd think it was hilly, but it's not. I like flat. Flat's yeah. good. Yeah. Well, look, congratulations on your very first park ride, and thanks for coming to Pacapacanthi. I've been practicing that all week. Thanks, Greta. <laughs> thanks, Greta. Okay, I'm now here with Naomi and Ethan. How did you go today, guys? Really well. It was really good. Yeah. You enjoyed the course. How did you go, Ethan? Uh, it was a bit windy, but it went really well. Windy. Made yeah. it. Yeah. And so, um, do you guys normally park run on a Saturday? Um, we do occasionally. This one is really good because we've got sport across the road, so oh, we can awesome. now make it regularly to park run. Oh, that's fantastic. And have you done any other park runs in South Australia? We've done Torrens a few times, and I've done Largs Bay and Ranella. Lovely, yeah. lovely. So this might be a regular one. And what sport have you got across the road? Is that your sport, Ethan? Yeah, it's my football. Football. So you come here for a warm-up and then go across the road and do your football? Yeah. Awesome. That sounds like a great idea. Well, hopefully we'll see you back at Pacapacanthi Park Run. <laughs> Sometimes to learn how to say that Will one. Pacapacanthi, yeah. I've been practicing. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming. Thank you. Okay, I'm now here with Anthony and Shalisa. And Anthony and Shalisa are doing barcode scanning. How awesome are you guys today? Yeah, pretty good. There's been more than 300 people coming through, so it's keeping us on our toes. It is. It yeah. is. We've got two scanners today because we're expecting some big numbers. A third scanner for a little while to help us out because it got pretty busy. So yeah, yeah. 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 It's all going well. Yeah, yeah, it's going great. There's only two people that couldn't, two people couldn't scan, but we've. Written their numbers down to make sure they get a registered results. Uh, because they brought their printed barcode, didn't they? <laughs> they did bring them, but it didn't scan properly. Yeah. So, well, good, on yeah. well, good on you guys for volunteering. Thank you so much um, for contributing to the launch of the Pacapacanthi Park Run. No worries. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm now here with Peter. How are you going, Peter? I'm going really well, thanks. And I've, you've just put your name down to volunteer. What a legend. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I've got. Uh, several park runs a bit closer, but uh, um, they're calling out, so let's uh, let's give them a hand. Well done, good on you. How did you like the course today? Oh, it was brilliant. Yeah, yeah was even lovely, the even it? the puddles uh, weren't a problem. You <laughs> just go around. <laughs> no, no, it was really good. Nice fast course, I think. Yeah, beautiful, lovely yeah. location, isn't it? It's oh, yeah, um, it's one of the best, I think. Yeah, oh, very scenic and local, as in central. <laughs> oh, no, no. I think uh, really good, yeah, really good. It's going to attract a lot of people, I yeah. think, isn't it? Yeah, um, and I think it'll help out Torrens because that, yeah. that was getting a bit crowded. Yeah, relieve some of the numbers from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, thanks for coming today and thanks for putting out no the to volunteer. Thanks, Rita. Cheers. Okay, so I'm now here with all of the um, South Australian States people. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> and so you've all retained your uh, statesmanship, statespersonship today at Pacapacanthi? Yes, we all have. Congratulations on retaining Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so how many of you are there? Oh, I don't know. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eleven. Nine, ten, eleven. And what are you going to do in a couple of weeks when we've got two launches on the same day? We've written our letter to uh, to Parkrun to protest about having to lose it for a week. A whole week with no South Australian states. How are you, you going to cope? Oh, the tears it's will be there. Be the longest it's going to be week of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the longest week ever. <laughs> well, thank you for coming to Pacapacanthi Parkrun. I think I said that right. And retaining your statesmanship. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
So I'm now here with PK. Hey PK. Oh, good day, Greta. Nice to see you. Nice to see you and James. How are you going, James? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. And you guys are timing and uh, tokens. Yeah, I'm handing out the souvenir going? tokens. Well, yeah. they're, they're not souvenir they're tokens. Not souvenirs. No, 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 no. You don't take them home, do we're you? We're up to three fifty-two. Three fifty-two. And how's the timing going? Well, we're uh, we're on par. We're working together, and we it's seem working. To, it seems to be working. It seems so to be yeah, great. We're, oh, not well using the, we're using the old system, not the new oh, system. Oh, yeah, we're old school. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it works, don't. Yeah. Yes, we know it works. It's yeah. the old fearful. Yeah. And look, James, you were involved in setting up Packer Packer Pacanthe Park Run. Yeah. Do you need help there? Do you? Yeah. Need <laughs> that was the first time I, str- I stumbled. Yeah, Packer Pacanthe Park Run. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a uh, a while in the uh, in the making, but here it is. Yeah, yeah, finally made it. So tell us a little bit about the course. We're at, on Victoria Park. Yeah, so we start um, Victoria Park, which is um, traditionally called Pacapacanthi. Um, and what does Pacapacanthi mean? Trotting. It means trotting. So, yeah, we're, we're here. It's, uh, the park is a fantastic area, tree-lined, and then in the centre of the park you've got the, uh, you've got the, the track where the V8 cars start. So um, uh, when the Clipsal's on, it, it'll be full of uh, the cars roaring around the track and, and uh, maybe us roaring around the outside. So, uh, yeah, it's a uh, out-and-back uh, course um, quite a lot of it is uh, well it starts out for first chaos or on bitumen and then it goes through the trees and follows uh, follows the tree line and trees through uh, tree line round and then uh, goes around in a J shape and then comes back yeah nice course it was a really lovely course I ran it this morning it was beautiful yeah a few puddles about make it interesting yeah, but yeah yeah, that yeah. Was good. yeah. Was good. and the council I hear have been incredibly supportive yeah so the council backed this um, uh, we were we were able to apply for a, a grant uh, which uh, thanks to uh, uh, Ojo from Torrens he saw the opportunity for a, uh, a grant and uh, yeah we were successful in that and uh, yeah yeah well congratulations it's been a fantastic day Beautiful weather. Beautiful weather. I thought it was going to be a bit wet, but the sun's come out. The sun is lovely. Out now. The sun's it's out. Gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful. It's lovely. Park. And actually, actually, it's beautiful standing here looking back at the hills. That's a, it's such a gorgeous view. Yeah. So well done. Congratulations on a successful launch. Thank you. All right. So I'm now here with Karen Bentley and Janet Reed. And what were you guys doing today at the launch of Pacapacanthi Park Run? Oh, we were having it up as marshals. <laughs> <laughs> Feline marshal. I was going to say you're going to have to for the for the purpose of the podcast. You're going to have to describe what you're wearing. So I'm dressed as Cheshire Cat in a onesie. So I've got <laughs> pink and white stripes with a hat that's got a ridiculous grin on it, um, and I've got a very large tail that, when I walk, has a habit of popping out in awkward places. <laughs> And Janet? I'm in a black and white onesie dressed as Sylvester the cat, also with a lovely hat and a beautiful pink nose. My tail is shorter than Karen's tail. (laughs) And you guys were an awesome cheer squad today. You're at about about the 1K mark? I think it would have been about 1K and then 4Ks coming back. back. You guys certainly kept me going. Thank you. We're glad. We love it. The more noise we make, the happier we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're putting smiles on everyone's faces. So thank you so much for cheering us on today. You're very welcome. Lots of high fives out there this morning. It was good yeah. fun. Yeah, it was great fun. And lots of smiles, lots of happy faces. And Packer Pacanthi has done and dusted for the launch. I know. How wonderful. That's how what well Parkrun is all, all. I know. Packer Pacanthi. Have you been practicing like I have? <laughs> Just runs off my tongue, darling. It's a bit of a tongue twister, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Too many peas in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, guys. Thanks, Greta. See you. Yeah. See you. Bye. See you next time. Bye. <laughs> See you.
Okay, so I'm now here with Alicia, and Alicia, you're the ED for Pacapacanthi Parkrun. Congratulations, what a wonderful day. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's been really exciting. It's uh, It's been a fabulous launch. Yeah, Absolutely beautiful. We're now here having um, coffee at the... So what is the kiosk here? It's called Kiosk on 16. Yeah. Uh, it's a family-run business, uh, and they've been incredibly supportive of yeah. Pacapacanthi since we started um, talking about starting one here. Um, they're absolutely wonderful. They make great coffee too. They do, they do. I've just had a coffee and I've just had breakfast and it was really really nice we're very impressed yeah. So, yeah. and they're so friendly too they're lovely yeah they're all they're just wonderful they're exactly I think they really kind of get the parkrun ethos and I yeah. you know I think they're just a perfect fit for us so they hopefully are, are. Um, and you were happy with the launch today really pleased we had such a great turnout we had over 350 come out and um, we had so much support as well which is just fantastic uh, we even had the the Lord Mayor here to um, to uh, start us off um, but uh, everyone's really positive so I couldn't have asked for a smoother launch um, you know that lots of people are hanging around after having coffee yeah. chatting you've already got a great community starting uh, which I'm really excited about. For me, Parkrun's all about the community and I, I feel that we've, we've started off uh, really well and it's only going to get better from here, I think. Yeah. And tell me about your Parkrun journey. Oh, so I, I started like many um, park running at Torrens and I went out because I it was a free run that I could do with my dog in the mornings. Um, and then very quickly, um, Lockheel started up within a couple of months of me discovering park run. So I moved there because that was closer to home. Uh, volunteered uh, about six weeks later, got roped into um, run directing by a certain John Laurie, uh, who obviously saw me coming. Um, and within a year became event director there. So, um, you know, uh, and if that wasn't enough of a challenge, I decided that um, that uh, starting a new one would be uh, just just that next tick on the box. So, so Parkrun's become a big part of your life then? Parkrun is a huge part of my life. I can't remember what it was like before Parkrun. I think um, the people that I've met, you know, one of my best friends, I met her through Parkrun. Um, my partner in wine, Janet Reed. <laughs> We're not the healthiest park runners out there, but uh, um, she was fab- fabulous today in her outfit, cheering everyone. Yeah, so very lucky that the Lockheed crew um, have been incredibly supportive, yeah. as have the Torrens crew. Um, but yes, I did have a particularly um, snazzy pair of marshals out on the course today in their in their onesies. So they were gorgeous. They were great. Yes, yeah. No, they and you had really such well. a lovely team of volunteers. It's been really lovely. A lot of um, a lot of regulars from Torrens um, have been very keen to form part of a, a core crew here um, and they're all so enthusiastic and um, really keen to help out and, and see this um, parkrun succeed So, and that's really lovely you know parkrun's never about one person it is about a team and a community working together and I think um, you know we, we've got that in spades already yeah you're definitely on your way to developing a, another beautiful parkrun community yeah. and it is a, it's a beautiful community and it's a beautiful park run and I think that's one of the things I got from a lot of people as they crossed the line today um, was um, it's so beautiful and a bit unexpected you think the city you're not going to have that but it's it is pretty so come out and check us out you'll be you'll be impressed I think I second that (laughs) congratulations on a lovely lovely launch and all the best for the ongoing success of Packer Pacanthi Park Run oh you did it well done (laughs) 
thanks all so much for your support, Greta, and um, and for everyone around the state. The EAs and and EDs and RDs in this um, in this state are an amazing bunch, um, and they just make it so worthwhile. It's great fun, isn't it? <laughs> it is fun. <Yep. laughs> Packer sounds like a raging success, and Greta, as always, got around, and I think she interviewed almost everyone that was there. Well done, Greta. Yeah, it's been a little while since we had Greta reporting for the Channel 5 News crew. Glad to see she's still on board. Yeah, but when, when she's on board, she's on board. Like, she comes she comes with the reports. So she, she, may, she may have some time off, but when she comes back, wow. <laughs> she delivers. So there was one launch last weekend, and to continue that trend, we have one launch this weekend over in WA, Tamworth Wetlands. Not in New South Wales, not in a different part of Tamworth. It's in well, WA. It is in WA, yeah. So probably less likely to be confused for those who are in Western Australia. Uh, but what if you're in Tamworth and you think, finally, we've got another park run and they've got wetlands in Tamworth, New South Wales, I'm and they not go sure there. They've got wetlands in New South Wales, Tamworth. It's it's country music festival kind of <laughs> <laughs> land. I don't know that there are wetlands in that sort of country. I reckon there have been plenty of country songs written and sung about wetlands. Okay, maybe in the deep south of America where, you know, they, they have crocs living in those swamps and things like that. They have alligators. Well, there you go. See, wildly inaccurate already. <laughs> I think we need to move on from this launch. Tamworth Wetlands, get to it in WA if you're there. Okay. Anniversaries are in Green Bank in Queensland. Torquay in Victoria. And Wishart in Queensland. Now, I've got a question. Have you been to Green Bank? I know I ask you this about every park run in Queensland. but <laughs> I have neither been to Green Bank nor Wishart okay. yet. Okay. Because I've seen the, some really nice photos from Green Bank lately. Okay. Photos of, like, nice photos of the runners or and yeah. hookers? Or? Yeah, it just looks okay. like a really nice park run. I wondered if you'd been there, if you couldn't confirm that. Okay. Well, I will put it on my list to report back to you at some point. Good. In the future, Scotty. <laughs> and I'll let you know. But, hey, we've come to a little bit of a sad moment. It is a bit. But we knew it was coming. I think we got the most out of this segment that, Probably more than we ever expected. Definitely more than you ever expected. What segment are we referring to, Mel? Are you going to play the music now, Scotty? It's got its own jingle. I know, it's the last time we're going to hear it. Here we go. The Poem Zone. And who who are we going to read for the very last time, Scotty? Well, again, no surprises. It's our old mate, Caroline Southwell, who has delivered above and beyond her quota of poems to the poem zone. She's she's kept it head above water for many weeks. <laughs> Thank you, Caroline, for all your contributions. Um, we've really enjoyed them. And I personally, this one I think is possibly my favourite one. 300 and counting. But how do you choose when you're an adventurer with nothing to lose? We can go up to the north and soak up the warm or brave it down south where the cold weather's born. We're spoilt for choice, with beaches and hills, and parks of all sizes, there's more options still. We can explore our own state, or stay close to home, or we can start where we are, and let it naturally grow. There's options for everyone, whatever you like, 
as long as you like running more than your bike. If you're going to adventure, if you're determined to explore, to keep it up long term and never get bored, you better know why you do what you do so you can carry on park running, but stay true to you. Good reading, Scotty. The only thing is that you missed out a little winky face at the I end did. of the previous line. Well, how do you say that? Yeah, well, you could either say semicolon close bracket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or you could write. say winky face emoji. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I, I made the call on the fly there and just went without it. I think it still worked. I think it still worked. <laughs> I, think, I think it did still work. But we're, going to, we're, we're ending one segment, Mel, but we've got to replace it with another one. We need segments. We do. But you know what? I think we've got a really exciting one yep. to replace it with. Yep. Before we get to that, I know, I know we've got a run sheet and this is the only time we refer to the run sheet. And I'm going to change it up even though we discussed it two minutes ago. <laughs> we, we also ask for freedom runs and it'll all become evident why I've changed it up, Mel. So we asked, so this is for the Freedom Run month. Remember, we talked about that. I haven't done any yet, but I'm going to do some this week. One this, a week yeah, well, in this, August. This week is it's fluid. This I'll week is fluid. <laughs> it doesn't matter that we're already at the 8th. By the time you're listening to this, it's the 9th or the 10th of August. Hopefully, Scotty will have done one by then. Um, so we asked you to record audio on Freedom Runs. Now, we know that's not for everyone, but it's definitely for Melissa Ellis, who sent us in her recording. And so this is this is one way you can be part of our show. So take it away, Melissa. Hi, Scott and Mel. It's Melissa here, coming to you from Tool Creek Park Run, where I've just done a freedom run. So I was listening to last week's episode a bit late this week. Um, if for anybody who knows me, I have just moved house, and I am no longer Melissa from Berwick Springs. I am Melissa from Tool and Creek. I've changed park runs. So got up this morning, thought I'd go down to the park run track and I actually did a bit more than park run I did about 12k so I could explore the other ends of the track that I haven't seen before um, because Tool and Creek Park runs on a trail that uh, runs through the city of Melton and so I had a lovely run and saw some things I hadn't seen before and I've also just joined the local running group here which is the Mountain City Runners so big shout out to MCR hope to get to your training sessions very soon and yeah, you'll see my Strava. Thanks. See you soon. Okay, that's one way. And we would we'd love to hear more audio from out and about on your freedom now, runs now, this month. Yeah, but Scotty, I notice um, while you haven't done your end of the deal, let's say, with um, going along with the challenge that you set and said this is what you wanted to do for the month and I had no bar of it, I actually went and did a freedom run this I know. week. In a vain attempt to redeem my absenteeism from Park Run Day, I went for a freedom run of a course that hasn't been launched yet. I've already discussed it a little bit on another Park Run themed podcast that you may or may not have heard about. Let's just go to the audio, shall we? Or, oh, no. You, oh, you've already used it for some other podcast, haven't you? Yeah, oh, I, I didn't get the audio for us. I got the audio for with me now. Right, right. So another way. So this is this is where I was going with this, Mel. So another way is is giving us your freedom run audio, or let's introduce a new segment called the Parkrun Adventures Hotline. Dun dun dun! We need some really good music for that. <laughs> 
Yeah, don't worry. Next week there will be because I'm confident people have got questions that they want answered. So for this one, people, if you're listening right now and you're thinking, oh, I really want, I really want Scotty and Mel to answer this. I really wish I could ask them this. So just record the question into the phone and send it to us. Yeah, it's super easy. Most um, smartphones actually already have some kind of voice recording function or app on them. I know um, iPhone has got voice memos. Um, I don't really know what's on Android. You can can send a Facebook message as audio mail. Can you? You can, yes. Wow, that's very impressive. So just record your message in Facebook Messenger and send it to us. Yes, yeah, so we we need we can't um, we can't have you on the hotline unless we have your voice, and you'll learn all about how it's going to work next week. But even if you've got a double or triple barreled question, just record it, send it to us. You can either email it to parkrunadventures at gmail or as Scotty has just informed the world, you can Facebook Messenger it. And we need at least one because I'm making the jingle regardless. <laughs> so if, if like by middle of next week we don't have any, mum, you've got to ask me a question. Yes. Well, you might have to keep your mum in the loop on that one. Okay. Otherwise, uh, I do have a violin in the house and if we don't get a question, you might just hear some very sad screeching <laughs> as Scotty and I play some very terrible violin. Or when I say Scotty and I, I mean me. So... Please don't let me go there. I do not like the screeching of a violin. I don't play it. It's not my instrument. <laughs> so, yeah, send us something. you just got a burning question or even if it's not so burning, just send it in. We want to yeah. hear it and we will answer it to the best of our abilities. If you, want, if you want tips from me on styling your hair, send that in. Anything. We're open to oh, any yeah. sort of questions. This is no holds barred, no limits, just, Yeah. How is the fiddling going, Mel? You're still fiddling? I am still fiddling. We don't hear much about the fiddling these days. Well, because we have a podcast about parkrun, Scotty, I don't anticipate everybody really wants to hear updates on how my cello is going. Yeah, good point. Do you want want an update on my soda intake, my soda experiments? Well, I do, especially after we had Kelly Hodges on the podcast recently and talking about juice being practically equivalent to a drink of Coke. So yeah, she didn't she didn't recommend drinking it, did she? Not not so much, but that's okay. Well I combined it. So I tried the Coke have got this new experiment. Um we're happy to take Coke's money by the way. Because Stan <laughs> okay. Hey Stan never came after us, but um listeners did get back to me. And you know what they call it in the UK? Battery acid? No, I'm talking about Stan. Oh, sorry. <laughs> they call it Dave. <laughs> Oh, it's another male name. Yeah. Dave. Also wow, Dave's Running Club would love that. <laughs> and that might be why Dave Moss is over there. He, he heard that they don't have Stan, they have Dave. Hmm. God, the UK get all the Daves, don't they? They do. Um, but, but anyway, so Coca-Cola, they've, they're trying a new experiment where they're adding fruit. For the title of their drinks? Well, no, so it's raspberry. <laughs> so there's raspberry cola and now there's orange cola. And I think they had lime cola for a bit. Okay. And I succumbed because, you know, I like, I like to experiment cola. If, I, if ever I see anything really <laughs> weird, like it, I'll try it. And that's why, you know, Dr. Pepper is my, my weakness because it tastes like marzipan. And Ugh, marzipan is awful. It is that's awful. That's the one thing that I have to peel off cake. Like, it just ruins so many good cakes. But how do you feel about um, cough medicine, cough syrup? No, nah, not a fan. What about if it was carbonated and mixed with a little bit of Coke? <laughs> oh, God, No. <laughs> 
Because <laughs> that's what raspberry Coke's like. It's like carbonated cough syrup. Oh, and gross. the first time I had it, it was oh, horrible. You say it like you had it again. Yeah, well, I did because it's delicious after a few. <laughs> <laughs> after it's coated the back of your throat and you stop coughing. <laughs> okay, it, it worked really well because it coincided with I was coming out the back end of a, a little bit of a bug. And, uh, and now the bug is coming out the back end of you, the <laughs> raspberry Coke. Can you tell me, did you look at the ingredients list? I know the name of a fruit is in the title of the drink, but that doesn't mean that there's any of that fruit actually in the drink. Flavorings can be created from all sorts of interesting numbers. No, 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 but I, they, they're also marketing it that it's 70% or something less sugar because it's got the sugars from the fruit. So I guess that's something or it's, I don't know. I didn't pay that much attention, Mel. Oh. Anyway, it's going to run out soon, so it's okay. But, <laughs> it's limited edition. That's what attracted you as well, isn't it? Yeah, so I just wanted to warn our listeners that if they do like cough syrup, you can now get it in um, Coke form. Carbonated and cold. Carbonated, refrigerated cough syrup. That is a public service announcement, Scotty. You really do do good for this world. Yes, and to continue doing good for the world, I'll sing along for the week. It's a bit of a slow burner, Mel, but um, I think by the end of it, you'll be singing along. What sort of mood are you in the mood for? Because <laughs> you don't know what's coming. I, I have no idea. Um, oh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm in the mood for. Surprise me. Okay, and I'll surprise you all. That's it for this week's episode of the Parkrun Adventures. We will be back next week. God knows what day we'll be releasing, but um, fingers crossed it will be within the week. We've got some very special reverse freedom madness for you next week. Do we? Yeah, that's next week. Well, I'm in the dark now. Can't wait. I hear the drums echoing tonight. And she hears only whispers of some quiet conversation. She's coming in 12.30 flight. Reflect the stars that guide me towards salvation I stopped an old man along the way Hoping to find some old forgotten words Or ancient melodies He turned to me as if to say Hurry boy, it's waiting there for you Longing for some solitary company I know that I must do what's right Sure as Kilimanjaro rises Like Olympus above the Serengeti I seek to cure what's deep inside Frightened of this thing that I've become 